text prison story family salute y'all it's your boy tim snow back here with another one and you know man i like to always tell you that this is not the life that you want you don't want to be in these institutions and these people don't really care about you it's not that all of them are evil not at all there's a lot of real good prison guards in texas a bunch of them that actually understand what's happening and wish it was different but there's nothing they can do about it they're overworked, underpaid, and stressed out. But one of the main things that I'm always talking about and telling you about is the lack of transparency in a Texas prison. If something happens to one of your loved ones, there's nothing you can do about it. You might not even find out about it. Like literally, there's no communications with families. If they're even slightly maybe at fault, you for sure won't hear anything. And it's just a it's a hard heartbreaking situation when my, my own brother died on Bill Clemens unit. It stressed me out so bad, not knowing how or why or what really happened. And this story here, this man went to prison on a family violence charge, which nine times out of 10 means him and his wife was probably fighting baby mama, something like that. And she called the cops on him. And Texas is very strict on that. They do have the law that if one person calls the cops, one person has to go to jail. Like they're not gonna leave two there. So I don't really particularly know the situation of the case. What I'm talking more about here is the lack of help that he received because he was a serious asthmatic. He had terrible asthma. He had lots of asthma attacks and he wasn't provided his medication like he needed. He didn't have his inhaler when he was dying and the guards weren't taking him serious. They literally said it can wait and the man died. He slowly died, I believe for about six hours. So I'd like to send my condolences to this family. It did happen on Beto one, which we talk about a lot where I was. It's also the same place where I showed the guards allowing the man to collapse and restand in him while the assistant warden, I believe, walks by laughing and joking as the man perishes. So, you know, prison is real. It's not an environment you want to be. It's not the place you want to be. And you're literally at the mercy of the system just as much as you are any more inmates. So that being said, we're going to talk about how this family had no clue of what really happened to their son. They were provided no details or anything by the staff. No contact from the warden, nothing. So they were basically just left to wonder, you know, how their own own son died. So we'll get into it. It was like, no, no, no. Dealing with the grief was hard enough. She says trying to get details about her son's death was even harder. No. She didn't, no, we never he, talked he to he the warden. Talk. No. Just a chaplain. I am so sorry for your loss. But in the weeks that followed, mail began arriving at the family home letters i will say this i have no faith in a prison chaplain either they're 1000 percent part of that system they'll cover shit up for the warden or whoever they need to just as much as anybody else but where the blessing for this family came from is that these guys felt it was so wrong that they started reaching out to the mother and that was a beautiful thing uh guys if any of y'all you know, see this, man, big respect for that because I watched how it affect my mother when my brother died in there, so I wouldn't want that on anybody's family, you know what I mean? 
from inmates, one after the other, telling a story that stunned the family and friends. This is my statement concerning the death of Curtis He Garland. was denied medical treatment. Curtis looked at me and he said, help me, three times. All of them alleging Curtis Garland Jr. died a horrible death spanning the course of six hours. Now imagine your loved one in there. Didn't kill anybody. He's not a child molester. Didn't rape anybody, anything like that. And he had to literally suffer and die a slow death of suffocation for six hours because the guards are overworked, underpaid, improperly trained, and some of them just don't care. According to one inmate, at approximately 4.20 p.m., I spoke with an officer and told him that Garland couldn't breathe and needed to go to the infirmary. The inmate says he never called. At 9 p.m., another inmate said, I noticed Curtis was having a hard time breathing. I told him he needed to get to the infirmary as soon as possible. Curtis told me that the nurse refused to see and treat him. All right, listen. The nurse refused to see and treat him. What kind of medical health care professional is this? He's a known asthmatic. He's telling you he's having the asthma attack and they're denied treatment. My cousin has just went through something similar like that with COVID, a suspected COVID. They wouldn't even test him because they're trying to get their numbers down in the prisons. But he received basically cold buses and ibuprofen like we always talk about. That's really what he got. And just spent about three weeks sick. And we've been worried about him. So the... The medical care in there is really like we say it is. Think about that. If you've got any type of health problems, diabetes, you're, you have asthma, seizures, or something, you might not want to be a criminal in Texas. 10.30 p.m., still another inmate writes, I heard someone yell that Curtis needed help and fast. The officer said it can wait. Everyone involved screaming and desperately begging the hallway officer to open the gate. And now, for the first time, a more vivid and chilling account. Now this, y'all, I gotta warn you, this is pretty pretty deep. And uh, big respect to this man for talking about it because it's a very emotional situation. And if you're sensitive, maybe you shouldn't watch. So viewer discretion here, y'all. Former inmate Marcello Faulkner, who was with Garland as he died, recalls the final moments. And I laid him there. I said, man, you need your asthma healer. He said, he couldn't breathe. And then he just turned purple all over. Faulkner says while the guards were telling him to get away, Garland was dying in his arms. He said, said, y'all, I'm going to die, man. And I said, man, I, I don't know what to do because my the side of me was telling me to take him. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to get in trouble. Haunting testimony. So listen, he's, <clears throat> excuse me. If he don't get away from the dying man, they're going to hit him with failure to refuse a direct order, which is going to be a major case. He's going to blow his parole. He's probably going to go G4, lockdown, gladiator time on a messed up prison. 
imagine that watching your friend die and trying to help him or giving up your freedom and possible parole. Nobody should be put in that situation right there. That changes everything about what the family was willing to accept. The first real accounting for Curtis's death. As many asthma attacks as he has had, I swear good Lord was tired of him suffering. But I did not know that they made him so. You see, they made him so. He didn't have to. He didn't have to do that. I think. Excuse me, the people that were in charge of this man here was an extreme failure. You know, uh, of course, there's times where people fake and yell for help. Maybe they don't need it or something like that. But human decency tells you to get off your lazy rear and go check, man. I know the tears are high. There's three of them. They're long. You got to take a lot of steps, man. But come on, look how it's affecting that person's family. Yes, he was guilty. Yes, he was ready to do his time. But yes, he had a family. He had a mother. He had a father, possibly kids things like that and that's just one instance of what happens inside it happens constantly like that <clears throat> excuse me among the many suicides the murders there's also just many many medical deaths well guys that just really didn't get treated right and just as much as this is showing the system where it failed it's showing you why you don't want to be in the system y'all just remember, man, that this, uh, like I say it all the time, this is not the life you want. You know what I mean? Don't do it. Don't live this life. And just stay free, y'all. Rest in peace to that man. God bless his family. Beat up one and a bunch of other ones just like it. This ain't no good. Never have been, never will be.